The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant. AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and P&G's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Welcome to Naked Affin here. Uh, it's, it's the last episode that, that, the, that I'm recording this year. Um, yeah, I'm your host, Mia Wong, and today we are going to tell you a story of the Republican Party using extensive political violence in an attempt to manipulate an election to install their unelected presidential candidate as dictator of the United States. And of, th- by this, of course, I am referring not to the 2020 election, but to the election of 2000. Okay, so for, for, for those of you who do not remember this story, and this is, okay, I was like three when this was happening, but weirdly, I have a very, very, this is legitimately one of my first memories is just, I have the words engraved into my mind, hanging chads. And so we, we, we will get to what exactly that is, but the 2000 election was one of the most chaotic elections in, in the history of the United States. Now the U S has a long history of really, really weird elections I mean, you know, from, from from this perspective of sort of like, is the U.S. a representative democracy? I think there's a pretty good argument that no election until like after the Civil Rights Act is even sort of a legitimate election. But, you know, I mean, in, in, insofar as you like consider elections to be legitimate, which, you know, OK, but. You know, the, the U.S. Is, is no is no stranger to someone uh, winning an election than not taking office. There are, in fact, there are if you if you go back into American history, there are two different elections that are called the corrupt bargain. Um, there's uh, uh, John Quincy Adams in I think it was yeah, in 1824 makes this really, really weird alliance with uh, the original American political sleazeball Henry Clay to get himself installed as president, although that that that's an election that's like truly an election where there are no heroes where it's it's John Quincy Adams uh Henry Clay uh allying to bring down Andrew fucking Jackson 
So, you know, no, no heroes there. There there's there's another election after Reconstruction, which is the, the, the end of Reconstruction, where the Republican Party literally trades and like trades ending Reconstruction for putting their president in office after a truly genuinely wild set of voting results happens where like all of the votes are in a box and the two parties are fighting over like who's going to count the votes because the guy who counts the votes from like the box is the person who's going to determine who wins the election. And so there's this whole negotiated thing where the, the 1800s like racist Southern Democrats are like, okay, it will, we'll give you, we'll, we'll give you this election if you promise to pull troops out of the South. So, okay. You know, American elections have always been sort of more fraudulent than people give them credit for, but the 2000 election, even by the standards of like an American election is some bullshit. So, Let's 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 go back. Let's go back to the origin of the story. The year is 2000. For the last time in human history, humanity has taken collective action to stop an impending catastrophe, having by the the heartrending labor of a bunch of cis admins, including a guy that I knew growing up who spent fucking New Year, who literally spent New Year's Eve until the bell ring, like basically in a closet with a bunch of computers at his job trying to make sure Y2K wouldn't happen. But, you know, we did it. Actually, we, we actually did it. There was there was there was like, you know, the, the, there was human collective action to stop a major catastrophe from happening. And Al Gore, a Democrat who claims to have invented the Internet, is running against Harvard educated Harvard and actually Yale educated oil man cosplaying as a cowboy whose name is George Bush. And I, 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 I ah, God, I don't know. I, I, I don't I feel like people have kind of forgotten how really genuinely sleazy George Bush was like he he has this sort of public like you know the one of the reasons he wins elections is he has his public image as like the guy who you know like everyone like he, he he's the presidential candidate who you'd want to have a beer with but again like literally everything from his like public mannerisms down to like the minutia of his accent to like the stupid cowboy hat that he wears all of this th- this is bullshit right this is a fucking Harvard guy and all of this is you know, com- like completely and intricately manufactured by a, a set, a set of like very, very, very like sleazy, but incredibly ruthless and efficient Republican political operatives. Now, George Bush's father is George H.W. Bush, who was the first and only director of the CIA to become president. So, yeah, and Bush Bush is running on this sort of neoconservative alliance of Texas oil men, evangelical hardliners, and weapons contractors. Um, the weapons contractors part uh, <laughs> winds up being incredibly relevant when 9-11 happens, and both Bush and Dick, his co- uh, uh, what's it called, vice presidential, uh, I guess, candidate at the time, but his, his vice presidential selection, Dick Cheney, who is, like, Dick, Dick Cheney, like, Saying that he's like the physical human embodiment of the military industrial complex is underselling how closely tied um, <laughs> Dick Cheney is to the military industrial complex. And, you know, like this is this is part of the reason why the war in Iraq happens, because, again, like this entire coalition is just like it, it is it is the it is is the, the, the sort of height of the, the, the military petrodollar coalition, uh, just a, a, a coalition of pure evil, like fueled by war profits and homophobia and but you know part part of part of what's been happening in in this entire period is this is this is the year after the battle of seattle 
Um, the anti-globalization movement hasn't been smashed. But again, this is this other thing is this is pre-9-11, right? This is this is a very, very short period of time where like in, in between the Battle of Seattle and uh, 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 9-11, where American politics are very, very, very weird. And you get another thing that we don't really have now, but it, from the 90s until about 9-11 kind of existed, where that, which was that there was a period where third parties kind of mattered-ish. Like Ross Perot, like in the 90s, arguably maybe could have won the 1992 election if he hadn't just like given up. But yeah, you know, and one of the sort of products of this is that the Green Party is actually a real thing in, in 2000 in a way that they're kind of not, right? And this has been this, this sort of enfolding of a bunch of left-wing social movements into a just absolutely disastrous attempt to enter party politics. Um, but they pull, you know, to, and this is the thing that no one has ever heard the end of, but they pull a bunch of votes uh, into Ralph Nader in Florida, which winds up being a big deal. But the product of this is that this election is... On a just on a knife's edge, both sides of this election are unbelievably close. The entire election comes down to Florida. Now, the problem with the entire election coming down to Florida is that the American electoral system is a fucking joke. It is a disaster. It is a, a genuine embarrassment. The United States is a country that has more resources than like it. It, 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 it has enough resources that like Genghis Khan would weep. Like it has a genuinely unfathomable amounts of resources. And its election system is basically run by a bunch of weird dipshit like party, like local, like a, a weird patchwork of like completely underfunded and overworked local government officials who never have real budgets and who just spend like two months not sleeping with their like three coworkers trying to make the elections work. And this is really weird because like most places on earth that have elections, um, there's like, you know, a national thing that sort of does the elections in the U S like, no, no, it, 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 it relies heavily on volunteers. It's this like this weird patchwork quilt of stuff. And Florida being Florida, a bunch of stuff goes very wrong very quickly. Um, there, there's two very famous ballot problems. The most famous of which is hanging chads. So, okay, okay. What, what, for what, what is a hanging chad for people who've forgotten or people who, you know, weren't alive then? Which I realize is, I man, the fact that the fact that I have coworkers who were not alive for hanging chads is a really, really disturbing thought. But okay, so what is a hanging chad? Um, the answer is that in Florida, the way this ballot works is that you have to physically punch holes in your ballot and you know you punch a hole in the place like it okay so today right when you fill out a ballot you have to like fill in a square right with a pencil i in 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 florida you have to like hole punch that square this is maybe the worst ballot design i can possibly imagine and it goes terribly wrong a, b- a bunch of these hole punches basically don't actually remove all the paper and there's there are so many ways, so many ways that this gets fucked up. The, the, the hanging chad is the most famous one. That hanging, so the, the, a chad, basically, it's, it's the piece of paper that when you punch the thing with, like, the hole punch, it's supposed to, like, it, it's the, the, the paper that comes out of the hole, right? 
A hanging Chad is when you, you do the hole punch thing, but the Chad is still connected to the piece of paper by like one corner. But, but, but again, lest, lest you think there's only one way that these ballots get fucked up. No, 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 no. There's, there are like, there are an unfathomable number of ways that these ballots don't punch correctly. There, there are swinging door chads, there's tri-chads, there's dimple chads, there's pregnant chads. It's unbelievable. And a bunch of people's votes just don't get counted because... These ballots, the, re- the reason they're doing these whole punch ballots is that these, these, these are, these are, you know, this is, this is supposed to be like the fancy new like voting technology, right? The, and the new voting technology is these voting machines. And the way the voting machine works is basically it, the voting machine can check if, if, if there's a hole there. And if there's a hole in the paper, then it counts you as, that it counts that as the vote. But if the entire chat hasn't been punched out, it won't count your vote. This is a problem. And there's another problem. Uh, and, and that problem is the butterfly ballot. So the butterfly ballot was origin is, is this ballot they're using in Florida that was originally designed to help elderly voters. Um, it's supposed to be the, the 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 goal of the ballot is to have larger font sizes to make it more accessible for people, which this is good, right? Like, okay, I I, I support I support accessible design. I support accessible design for voting. The problem is this ballot is designed like shit. Uh, the way it works is there's a two page ballot with like a crease in the middle, right? It's it's kind of like a book. Right. It's like you, you unfold a book in the middle of the ballot, you know, and, and, and on, on both of these pages, there are like the diff- different candidate names and parties. The problem is in order to pick a candidate, you have to punch a, like a whole you have to punch one of the one of these sort of circles. But these circles are in a line down the middle of the crease of the ballot. Right. So you have you have candidates on both. You, you, okay, you, sh- you should you should Google what these look like because it's kind of hard to explain. But basically what's happening is that. There are there are different party names on each side of the ballot, but then in order to pick which party you're voting for, you have to pick for a specific hole that's supposed to be next to the like the, the candidate you supported in the in the middle of the page. The problem is these are all in a line, right? They're all in a straight line, which means that two candidates can be like across from each other on the same page or on, on opposite pages, and then there's two holes. That are like right next because because the holes are both in the middle of the ballot, right? So there, you get these situations where, uh, for example, for and this is the one that's important inside of the there, there's like two lines and then there's like uh, it says uh, Al Gore and Lieberman in it, right? And inside of those two lines in, 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 the, in, the, in the middle of the page, there are two holes and one of these holes votes for Gore. But the other one of those holes uh, is 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 for the candidate on the other side of the page, which is Reform Party candidate crypto fascist Ghoul Pap Buchanan. And the result of this is as people start looking through these things, uh, Pap Buchanan has a bunch of voters from Democratic Party strongholds, and like also particularly like like a bunch of like Democratic Catholic voters vote for Buchanan. And Buchanan himself is like, there's no way this is real. Like B- Buchanan's like uh, you know he he he's. He's a figure we'll probably like one day do a like a we'll probably talk about more on this podcast. Yeah, the, we, there's a behind the bastards episode about him. He is a he is a fucking Nazi. Uh, he sucks ass. But he's also so he he's from a kind of evangelical who like really, really, really fucking hates Catholics. And, you know, so there's a bunch of these Catholic, like, Democratic voters who voted for this guy. And everyone's like, what the fuck happened here? And the thing that happened here is all these people got confused. And yeah, so th- th- this is a disaster 
on a hundred million levels. And when we come back from ads, we will talk about the product of all of this, which is not good. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. Goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. All right, we're back. So... On election night, the media starts to call Florida for Gore based on exit polling. But they start getting calls from Republican political operatives saying, oh, no, hold on, hold on. It's actually too co- close to call. And the initial count from Florida has the Republican Party ahead. But when I say the Republican Party is ahead, they're ahead by like 1,600 votes. And so this triggers a mandatory recount. But, and this, this is another problem with this, right? We, we, we've gone through at length all of the problems with these ballots, right? The recall that they do is a recall using the voting machines. And those voting machines are, uh, guess what? The ones that are, if, 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 you, if you rerun a fucked up Chad ballot uh, through the same voting machine, it's going to get a fucked up result. So, okay. So they, they, they run this again and... The difference in votes comes down to like 500 votes. And at this point, Gore's campaign requests a manual recount. They want people to look at the ballots by hand and figure out who people actually voted for because these machines are a fucking shit show. But in any kind of sort of like, you know, an even remotely competent or sane like democratic political system, there would be a bunch of people doing this. Like there, there, you know, like when when an election happens, there would be just a very, very large number of people mobilized to make sure that it runs smoothly. There's not. There's like a bunch of like unbelievably overworked and underpaid. Some of you are people who also people who are just fucking volunteers, like a bunch of just random, like unbelievably exhausted, like local election officials who have to do this recount. And this is where the Bush campaign sees their chance to steal the election. So the election happens on November 7th, and on November 11th, the Bush campaign sues to stop the recount. Now, we, we talked on a previous episode a while back about the Democrats, how they, they have this line in the 2000s about how they're part of the, quote, reality-based community, and how this is a reflection of, you know, if you look at the whole quote, which is from a Republican political strategist, uh, 
what what's actually what they're saying here is that what what's happening is that the the Democrats observe reality while the Republicans set out to define reality. And this is the moment. This election is where we get to see how the dynamic. We 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 get to like really first see these demo, these principles in action. Uh, I'm I'm going to read from the Washington Post here. Unlike the Gore campaign, which focused on filing motions in Florida courts to keep the recount going in key counties like Miami Dodd, the Bush campaign waged a broader, costlier effort on multiple fronts. Blakeman said, "It was a three-pronged effort." He said. It was a court battle, it was a recount organization, and it was also a PR effort. Because, although the voting effort ended, the campaign never did until there was a definitive winner. So what happens here is Republicans start this massive media blitz to convince people that Bush actually won the election. And th- this, this is a really, really important moment in sort of American history because it's one of the things that solidifies... Um, it's one of the things that solidifies sort of like like owning the libs, for example, as like a major point in as like like one of like the key focal points of America of Republican politics. And this is eventually going to consume like all of their politics, right? Until we when we get to sort of you know like now, right, where that's like, like owning the libs is the only thing this is about. You know, this this had owning the libs is kind of like it's it's been a part of Republican politics for a long time, but this is where we really start to see it sort of consuming everything. And okay, if you look at their like like what they're saying by modern standards, it is incredibly weak shit, right? This is like this is a culture that has just emerged from the 1990s. Nobody has invented real posting yet, but it, it is real on the lib stuff. Like they have this whole campaign where they call the Gore Lieberman campaign "sore loser man," and everyone has like "sore loser man" hats, and like they have all these like printed signs and like T-shirts, and they're selling merch, and you know. And so, you know, they're running basically an op and they're running an op to convince everyone that like, no, actually, we legitimately won this election and it's over and the recounts, just people being butthurt, they lost. And this is where things get really, really weird. So in Miami Dodd, where there's a manual recount going on, a bunch of protesters in fancy suits show up and start screaming at election workers. Now, if this was the old Democratic Party machine... Like, LBJ would have personally pushed six of these guys out a window, and the recount would have been run by, like, 60 of the burliest dudes in the entire Chicago mob. But this is the the incredibly decrepit 2000 Democratic Party, who have replaced all their mob guys with consultants. And these people legitimately, like, you know, they, they, they believe in the rules and the norms and the process. And... The result of this is that Bush literally destroys the entire United States and pro- I, I, I think in like irrevocably damaged like the entirety of the of, you know, like what, what, whatever is left of the American democratic system. So how how this is achieved but back in Miami Dodd, the, this Democratic Party operative is seen walking around the recount area with a ballot. Now, this is a blank ballot, right? This guy is going to see he's going with an election official to go see if he can replicate like the like how the hanging Chaz stuff happens to prove that like this is what's going on. But the Republicans see this guy and they immediately start screaming about how the Democrats are stealing the election and they like beat the shit out of this guy and just a, a full on riot starts in this government building. And it works. The recount stops. The, the, the election workers are terrified uh, the recount, yeah, like the all, every, every, like everything stopped for the day. They can't do anything, and the next day, the recount 
is, is, is fully stopped. It never resumes. And the Republicans are stunned by this. They assume that, like, you know, the political operatives doing the rioting were going to, like, face some opposition to the Democrats on the ground for, you know, like, literally assaulting and intimidating uh, a bunch of election workers in order to, like, stop votes from being counted. But there's, they, they don't, there's, there's nothing. There's no resistance at all. Um, here's a quote from Douglas Hay, who is a, a Republican political operative who's one of the organizers of the Brooks Brothers riot, who he tried to do a redemption arc in the media in 2020 to sort of like be like, oh, I was part of the Brooks Brothers riot, but even I think the stop the steal stuff is bad, which like I, I think my man doth protest too much. Um, here's just the quote. I still don't understand how it was that we completely outmatched the Democrats, Hayes says. And this is how Bush wins the election. The Supreme Court, which, again, it should also be known, the Supreme Court is staffed by a bunch of George H.W. Bush appointees, um, eventually hears the Clay case and decides that the Constitution says that the, win- the winner has to be declared by a certain time, so there's no time for a recount. And they hand the election to Bush. And this is achieved, and this is possible, because of the Brooks Brothers riot. And the, the Brooks Brothers riot is what this whole sort of Republican operative thing comes to be known, because they're all wearing Brooks Brothers suits. Um, now, okay, there are a lot of people involved in this riot who are, like, at the core of modern Republican politics. Um, yeah, Neil Gorich and Amy Coleman Barrett, and I, I think there's actually one other, like— First, the Republicans have elevated to senior office. There are multiple people on the Supreme Court today who were on the Bush legal team when they were doing this. And, you know, there's also the question of the extent to which Roger Stone is involved. If you ask Roger Stone, he claims to have organized literally this entire thing. Um, Now, other people who were involved with it claim that Roger Stone was like fucked off at a hotel somewhere else and didn't was just sort of around and didn't actually organize it. But either way, this set a precedent for how you can rig an election, which is if you if you can seize a majority on the Supreme Court with sort of like, you know, you can put your sort of loyal minions there. And then you can have an initial count of an election that look that 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 looks like it's favoring you, even if that's not actually true. If you then have a an initial count of an election that says that you win and then you can stop, and then you were able to stop votes from being counted uh, from November until January. You will win the election. That that is that that is the precedence that was installed by by the 2000 election. And if you look at the Stop the Steal campaign, this is exactly what Trump is trying to do. And literally, Roger Stone is also trying to do this, right? Um, this this is this is this is what Stop the Steal is. I. Uh, you you can find Trump talking about this months before the election, right? This 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 is why he was trying to do his whole thing about uh about the mail in ballots because he and Roger Stone and sort of all the political operatives who were involved in the circles were like, okay, so we know that that a bunch of Democrats are going to do mail in ballots because of COVID because they don't want to be there at the ballots. They know that the initial count is going to favor them, and I think people have forgotten this. But if you remember the 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 the, the night of the election in 2020, I remember like. Like even a bunch of my friends who were like people who were, you know, like like fairly serious, like I don't know, politics nowhere. People who were really deeply invested in politics, like thought that Trump had won the election because the what what would have been counted on that night was just was just the the sort of initial it wasn't counting the the mail in ballots. And so yeah, the, the the plan was just to delegitimate mail in ballots in the eyes of, of of sort of 
the the well mostly the republican base but like sort of the american populace as a whole and then have a bunch of people physically assault these uh senators to get them to stop the 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 places where these votes are being counted to get them to stop the count and it doesn't work and it doesn't work i think partially because but I, yeah, there's a few things. Like one of the things is that, you know, you can't if you're gonna do a play like this, you you have to run it like you it 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 you 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 are relying on the sort of physical intimidation of the court workers, but mostly what you need to do is make sure that it's stuck in a court fight. And the problem is that like the the, the sort of modern like Trump based people like they don't have any competent lawyers. So Rudy Giuliani is like trying to do this shit or whatever, but like that guy, I don't know. That guy may have known what a law was in like 1973, but his brain has been just melted by like inhaling cigar smoke and truly copious amount of drugs. So, you know, they're not, they're not really able to sort of pull this off, but Bush is. And the result of this is the American reaction to 9-11, is the war in Iraq, is basically the, 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 the sort of complete annihilation of, like, the con... Like, this is slightly an exaggeration, but, like, the concept of freedom in the U.S., like, the ability for you not to be constantly surveilled, the ability for you to, like... You know, live live, live live in a society in which there's like every single thing you do isn't being monitored by a thousand different kinds of police stations who are all sharing your tweets so that they can fucking grab people out off of the road and fucking non-marked vans, right? Like, that's all stuff that is a specific product of the sort of kind of fascism that the Bush administration deploys. And they're able to do this because they just straight up stole an election. And now we all we all sort of just live in in the permanent afterlife of the Brooks Brothers riot. This is what January sixth was. This is what Stop the Steal is, and it's what the it's what the modern Republican Party is. So yeah, uh, happy holidays, everyone. Uh, I hope you have a good New Year, and uh, inshallah, we will uh, destroy these fascist Republican bastards and make sure that uh, none of them ever get to do this again. Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit tomboyx.com. Hello, iHeart listener. 
We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. 